edition of But Have You Heard About Conspiracy Theory Edition, but instead of just conspiracy theories, we're going to make it spooky. So conspiracy theories, but spooky. Are you excited, Matt? Yeah, that was the longest intro ever. I'm proud of it. We're going to go ahead and get down to the nitty gritty. So we're going to be talking about. We are talking about modern spiritualism. Okay. Basically, I find it to be super exciting to talk to you about it because they're actually from Rochester, New York. Hey, that's where I'm from. I know. So, have you ever heard of the Fox Sisters? Like Guy Fox? No, the Fox Sisters. No, I have honestly. So, you have Maggie, you have Kate, and you have Leah. Do you know what spiritualism is? Uh, I mean, I'm assuming it's like mediums and talking to ghosts and like, not necessarily possession, but like... Seances. Yeah. So we're talking about modern spiritualism, which is one of the greatest religious movements of the 19th century. And it took a lot of traction because people want to know, like spiritualism, in a sense, led you to believe that you controlled what would happen after death. Sure. You can come back to, you know, talk to people. It's still cool. Everything's okay. So any unfinished business you may have, you're good. So we're talking about the Fox sisters up in Rochester, New York. Right. And we have Maggie and Kate and Leah. Yeah. And spiritualism... Basically, for those that don't know what it is, you have seances, you have mediums, you can talk to the other side. Mm -hmm. So spiritualism kind of took off in America, especially, because it's kind of just, you have this ability, or you believe you have this ability to kind of control what happens after death, which even nowadays still sounds pretty, pretty sweet, not gonna lie. So why are we talking about this spiritualism on Conspiracy Theory Monday? Well, because it was all a crack of shit according to one of the sisters, who then recanted it later. But let's go ahead and talk about this. Wait, hold on. Like, you're talking, no one's dealt with spiritualism prior to these people? No, so So spiritualism has definitely been around. It was in the Bible. Talking to Jesus is technically spiritualism. It's a very uh, native thing, too. Yeah. So, up in Hydesville, New York, on March 31st, 1848, Maggie, who was 14, and her younger sister, Kate, who was 11, told their neighbor, hey, they created this phenomenal story of a spirit is trapped in their house. And they're talking to them through making raps on, like, doors. Not like, wicker, wicker, rap, but, like, they're telling their neighbor about this. And the mom is saying, yeah, I heard it. They're talking to this spirit. Mm -hmm. And they're like, why don't you come over in the evening? So when did the lady come over? She came over late March 31st of 1848, which I don't know if you can look at calendars like a normal person, but that is literally April Fool's Eve. (laughs) Okay, so again, Maggie's 14, Kate is 11. They had their neighbor come over who heard a series of raps on the walls and furniture. And the two sisters are sitting on their bed. By the end, they're like acting like they're in fear that they heard all these things. But honestly, I think they were in fear because they had gotten away with this prank. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, I can't believe people fell for this. But they asked the spirit to say how old their neighbor was. And it like knocked 31 or 32 times, whatever it was for their neighbor. Well, their mother was like, you know, you don't need to live here. We're all going to leave. And so they wound up going to hang out with their older sister, Leah, who lived in Rochester. Do you know much about the Finger Lakes region and how it gave rise to religious movements? No. Well, I know the Finger Lakes region. I don't know that there's a bunch of religious people there. Well, Mormonism and Millerism, which led to Seventh-day Adventism, is from there. Interesting. Yeah, so look, learning new things every day. These three sisters get together. Leah's older than them. 
they held a gathering with community leaders Isaac and Amy Post at their house to try and communicate with spirits in another locale because the Post had heard about it. And again, being in a town that was full of spiritualist type of movement, Mm -hmm. they were like, if we can talk to the other side and you're a real medium, we are gung ho for this. Mm -hmm. Leah proved to be a medium and could talk to the other side. She supposedly talked to the recently passed away daughter of the Post. And to double check that this wasn't a hoax, Amy made the sisters disrobe in another room in front of other witnesses to make sure that they weren't doing anything. Sketch. Yeah, they weren't sketch. This happens a few times up in Rochester. Just to prove that they're, you know, on the up and up. These sisters were then invited by notorious seer Andrew Jackson Davis. Andrew Jackson. Davis. Okay. (laughs) Definitely a different person. He invited them to New York City so he could witness their meeting capabilities. So spiritualism was already on the rise in early 19th century. Mm -hmm. But when he heard about these sisters, the poster child mm-hmm. for the movement. And when he heard about it, he invited them because he wanted to see their you know, medium skills in action. Right. And they came, they brought their A-game. And basically, the three sisters and Andrew Jackson Davis teaming up gave spiritualism more credit. Because now not only do you have this poster child of Andrew Jackson Davis, who have Leah, who's supposedly now a medium, and they decided they were going to go on tour to spread the word of the spirits. This is probably the reason why we have so many dopey ass like psychic people too maybe yeah. i mean this is probably a rise of psychics and miss cleo mm-hmm. so let miss cleo live her best life okay thanks a lot so they went on this spirit they went on this tour to spread the word of spirits and they were called the spiritual knockers from rochester well speaking of trapeze artists they did stay at pt barnum's cousin's no suite at a hotel in new york city so look, it just definitely all of this. Looking back at it now, it's a show. it is a show. But there were so many people believed in it. Leah stays in New York City. Maggie and Kate take their show on the road. I would say probably by this time, Kate it's is not maybe, a show. It's real, obviously. But they take this to promote the word of spiritualism on the road. Mm-hmm. They go to these different places in Philadelphia, I believe. Maggie met a skeptic who literally followed them around for a month. To be like, I know that you are conning and you are deceitful, but I like you as a person and you are very charming. Wait, they, hold on. They, he's like, I don't know how you do it, but it's wrong and I love you. They got married late in his life. Maggie was like, I'm going to go back to school at your behest. So she went to school. Like He's older than her, obviously. Yeah. She went to school and on her husband's deathbed, he was like, you need to denounce spiritualism. And I think you should convert to Catholicism because you would find it fascinating because of all of the rituals that go along with Catholicism. I would agree with that. I think Catholicism would be up there if you're really down with talking. Ritualistic stuff. Which ritualistic things, anything to do with, you know, having that higher power and having an mm-hmm. order to it. Sure. Anyways, after he passed away, she converted to Catholicism and began to heavily drink. And she swore off spiritualism. This is Maggie. So let's move on to sister number two, which would be Kate. Mm-hmm. Kate married a devout spiritualist. And basically their business boomed after the Civil War because a lot of people died. And everybody wanted to reach out to those loved ones that had passed away. And they had a great, I would call it a racket. Mm. So one would be the one talking. And then the other one would be the one that is being possessed by the spirit and writing names down. Right. You have like a really good, it's a, it's a good scheme. Like I applaud this business model for them. You have to have a lot of information about the people you're dealing with. Well, Unless so, you're just really good at reading people, which is basically what psychics are, but I don't know. This is probably a new concept to them at the time. So, like, they're the experts in the field or the people that are dealing with are just so gullible. 
their whole business model had boomed, especially after the Civil War. However, you go into the Gilded Age in America where everybody wants like this flashy stuff. They want more and more. Right. So by this time, customers expected more. And Kate basically was like, I can't do this. She started to drink heavily. So you have alcoholism basically is running this family. I love that this con that these guys have, they're like, oh man, I can't do this anymore. Time to drink myself to death. It's like, basically, why don't you even start this stupid thing? Get dope. Well, so on October 21st of 1888, which is a little over 40 years from when all this started, Maggie was to appear before the New York Academy of Music to publicly denounce spiritualism. Mm-hmm. And she was going to do it because of her anger to Leah and others in the spiritualist movement that were chastising Kate for drinking and not taking care of her children. So basically, you have a pissed off sister. And Maggie and Kate were closer in age than they were with Leah. And Leah is the one who basically used them, knowing that it was a gambit. So Kate's in the audience at the New York Music Academy Hall. And Maggie's on stage. This widow, she's in her 50s. And she's like, okay, I'm going to show you what's up. And so she basically showed how they faked the tappings. And what she did is she put, she had like the room was silent and she took off her shoe, whatever she was wearing on her feet and showed how she made her toes crack to sound like it was noises being made. Hmm. That's messed up. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you there. Um, Another thing that they did with the first time was that they had an apple tied to a string. And it was off the bed. And it wasn't like anyone was trying to figure out what was going on, but they would like use the apple to hit the wall. So it would roll. Mm-hmm. And so if you hit the string, the apple would hit the wall and it would make those thumps. Right. And you know, once you, you know, move into that table, having the ability for both sisters to make their toes crack would make sense, or at least would explain right. um, how they were doing that. So this came out. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, spiritualists were just like, she's mad because nobody cares about her anymore. It's not relevant anymore, yeah. And Leah, who's older than her, came out saying the same thing. She's like, no, you're all wrong. This is real. But within a year, Maggie comes back and is like, okay, my spirit guys told me I need to denounce what I denounce. So just kidding. And all it really <laughs> did. Some backpedaling bullcrap. It is. Hilarious. And all it did was just tarnish her in a bad light. It put her in a bad light. You say this is fake. And everyone's like, it's not fake. It's real. And you're like, oh, psych. It's not fake. It's real. And everyone's like, we don't like you anymore. It's like, you basically just dug your own grave. Yeah. She got shunned from the community. Yeah. From both ends. Yeah. Because now everyone thinks you're a liar. Everyone that doesn't believe it anyways is like, you're a liar. And everybody that does believe it even though you're the one that made it up, which is hilarious to me. I'm the one that created this facade, but everyone fell for it. And now that I'm like, psych, it was all fake. And no one thinks that I'm, I'm truthful, which is ridiculous. So you believed me when I was lying, but now you don't believe me when telling the truth. That's so stupid. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. We can say spiritualism definitely is, from this context, the Fox sisters definitely created a conspiracy theory in a sense. I believe in the sense that the soul of a person is plausible but like communicating with them in some authentic manner like there's no fucking way if there was that if so, that was true wait, we'd have a much better understanding wait 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 in the sense of spirits would you consider yourself to be a believer that there are spirits and ghosts around us or are you a skeptic i'm definitely skeptical there's no proof so i can't say a ghost no. huh yeah no there's no proof of ghosts i don't know like i feel like there's enough things that have happened with recordings they're phenomenons yeah, but you can't... Okay, so anyways, you're a skeptic. 
I'm a believer. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, denouncing ghosts entirely. You yeah. said I'm, you were I'm, skeptic. I'm, yeah, skeptics. Being skeptic doesn't mean that I'm like ghosts aren't real. I'm saying that the stereotypical like ghosts. We all know Casper's not real. Yeah, that's. I'm not saying the exorcism is real. Yeah. But I'm saying that having spirits around in general. I I, I think that's plausible. But I'm not going on the I, I don't ghost hunting and all that crap. I think that's baloney. No, but you can conspiracy theory hunt, which sounds just as exciting. Oh yeah. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for our first spooky conspiracy theory edition episode of But Have You Heard About? Mm-hmm. I'm your host Courtney. As always, I'm joined by Matt. Yep, that's me. And we hope you have a spooktacular day. Bye.